Welcome to the Dynamic Company Culture Spotlight Podcast. I am David Lindsay, co-founder, lead educator, and speaker at Phantom Leap Education. At Phantom Leap Education, we believe people have so much more inside of them than they realize. And through our services, we help them become the best versions of themselves possible. Beyond the individual, we also believe that company culture is such a large part in creating a business that not only survives, but will thrive through the tough times as we have all been through the last few years. So over the next 20 to 30 minutes, we'll be shining a spotlight on businesses that have achieved this and how you may be able to incorporate some of their ideas and philosophies into your business. Stick around until the end and I'll reveal how you can become a guest on a future podcast. Now is the time to sit back, take down some notes and enjoy this episode of the Dynamic Company Culture Spotlight Podcast. With us today is Caesar Hasselman, founder and CEO of AMH Consultancy. With over 20 years of experience in business strategy, acquisitions, success planning, market share, team building, sales, marketing, and business development. His expertise is identifying opportunities and delivering creative solutions and results across industries. Please welcome to the show, Caesar. Yes. Thank you, mate. Yes. Thank you very much Thank for coming you. on today, Caesar. Well, my pleasure, mate. It's, it's, it's uh, from the start. I really love you, mate. You have a great energy and you have a great curiosity about what you do, what we do, which mm. allows us to learn much more every day, right? Oh, 100%. Because that's what this podcast is all about. It's about us learning together and about giving as much information to the listeners as possible. Because especially with what we've been through the last two years, but even further back, we need to keep learning and evolving. That's for sure, mate. I agree. <laughs> and just reading your, your bio. And also, we just had a fantastic conversation before. The stories that you've got have already blown my mind. So the listeners, you're in for a good one today. Oh, so, Caesar, I just want to ask you, being in... You've been in business for over 20 years. What are some of the trends you've seen in the past regarding specifically company culture and also the evolution over the past 10 years and especially the last four or five years? Oh, man, it's, I believe the, the, the word being the boss um, has uh, changed a lot. The meaning of the word has changed a lot mm. uh, because people start to understand that the leadership uh, by example, is one of the best way to get people through the problem and solutions with you, right? Yeah. And and that that distance between you being the boss and then you being the employee is getting shorter and shorter because they know that if the employee is not motivated enough because of the risks, because yeah. of the challenge, the day or today needs that everyone has, if you're not in sync with all those things then you cannot move forward, which means less in, in, in the past until four years ago was was very common for the boss says that's your problem or I don't want to hear your history yeah. or don't bring me that. That's your that's your home stuff. Don't bring me that. You're working here. So those things is the big gap in between a company be able to grow with everyone add value to the same direction yeah. and the company not having anyone to support 
because the culture is not strong enough and people don't understand each other enough to be able to feel supported to allow to give the extra back to the company when they need it. Yeah, so in the way that I see it as well, because, you know, we were talking about sports before. We were talking about jiu-jitsu, boxing, fighting, and with football and soccer, where really a company is like a team. You all know the end goals. And with that, you constantly, like you said, you need that support of your other teammates around. So what, what's a few little ways that you've helped some companies specifically with the culture and especially over the last few years? Oh, man, the, the big change, I believe when you start to be a little bit more warm in the way to approach with your people and understand that your team is your client as well. Yeah. If you don't treat them as your client and you try to understand what's going on with them to be able to support them through, then you cannot have the result that you wanted from them. I'll give you some examples, right? Yeah. So um, maybe 15 years ago, I have changed the way to make uh, effort towards to the team to get them on board on the company targets. Yeah. So I have done a different approach. I start to ask for every single individual on the company, what are their personal goals, right? Oh, if you want a tip. Yeah. And then, then what's happening is when I start to ask them their personal goals and I start to show them that they can achieve that in the company and I can start to attach that with the big picture where the company would like to go to, Mm. the company go twice to three times quicker because their aims and goals are bigger than the company needs. Yeah. Yeah, So it it gives that alignment really. And you you can see, yeah, that's a nice way to go about it. That's brilliant. Yeah. And it it adds that ownership as well. Oh, that's part of it. Because then, then you come from the other side of the coin as a boss. You know, boss usually is afraid that they commit mistake. And that's the big thing that, that we lose in the culture's change. Mm. If, you, if you don't allow people to commit mistake and you're there to mentor them through the process, you're going to be stuck to your business forever. Because yeah. what's happened is you will be the one that never going to trust in others. And you're also going to be the one that must to be present. And then you're going to pay the price with your family, friends, with your personal time, your health. Uh, you know, your health. So everything comes together in micromanaging beliefs and trust. Yeah. If you can manage that in the other way around, not from the top to the bottom, from the bottom to the top, you're going to see, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to streamline the distance between you and them, but also the distance between what you want and what they want, yeah. because that's the challenge, right? Oh, 100%. And so, and I love how you said the mentoring and it's so, it's no longer like it was 20 years ago where it was a dictatorship, where it's you do what I, no, it's the mentoring and coaching and being able to give them, give them freedom, really give them autonomy to go about just scoring that goal. And if that's ownership. Yes. And I, it's, I'm loving the way that things are starting to evolve that way, no longer is it the, di- the dictatorship, but yeah, the leadership, the coaching, the mentoring, and yeah, allowing them that freedom and that ownership and no, flipping have, the switch. That's right, because you don't have ownership if you don't give them space. If yeah. you don't give them space, you don't have trust. 
Mm. So if you don't have trust, don't expect trust back. Yeah. So that's simple. That, that's simple. If you look in the mirror and you talk about every single person that works for you as a boss, and you say, I cannot trust this person, I cannot trust this person, I cannot trust this person, double check what you are doing mm. to gain that trust first, because you are on the top of the mountain, they are not, so you can change. Yeah. And you also mentioned it before about the micromanaging, doing this, doing that. From my perspective as well, running business, micromanaging is such a wasted, wasted time, wasted energy. Because if I'm here concentrating, what is he doing? Is he doing this? Is he doing that? Well, then I'm not working on building the business. I'm not showing that trust in you in order for you to maybe come about it with a different solution, which... We, as we spoke before, you have better ways of doing things. It's not just sitting in that mold. You break the mold and you learn how to do it better. That's completely right, mate. And then if you have a business that you micromanage, you actually, you don't have a business, you have a job. Mm. And then that job going to need you more than 40 hours a week. So yeah. you need to check your personal value, where you're going to and what you want from your life to be able to allow yourself to learn how to get out of it. Because yeah. if, you don't, if you don't break that point, you're never going to allow anyone to help you. And then that's, that's one of the things when I, when, I, when I talk to people that would like to come on board to become a client, that's the first thing that I challenge them to. You yeah. know, because my first three months with my clients is all about trying to make them fire me. Because if they cannot <laughs> see their ugly truth, yeah. these things, they're not ready for growth. And I'm there to make them grow quickly. And yeah. to be able to make that grow quickly, they need to be ready to be able to face the reality and go for the kill. And then two years later, they're going to be in a place that they never thought about it within, with the time that they wanted to do whatever they want. And they're going to look back and say, oh, I paid for 12 months, 16 months or eight months, a painful journey. But now my whole life, yeah. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. So it, it, not just gives them a better and bigger business, it gives them their life back. Which yes. when you think about okay. it, the main reason the majority of people that I know get into business is like you said, they don't get into business to have a job. They get into business for that freedom. Yet how can we do that if you're constantly micromanaging people? That's right. And, and if you look in the mirror, if you're a business owner, look in the mirror and see, is that fair? You have all the risk, you have all the costs. You need to eat frogs every day to be able to deliver your things. You have no time for family and friends. Mm. And you still allow yourself to not take back time because you're micromanaging. How is that, how, how is that possible? Yeah. That, you know? That's a question so many people like that I know that, you know, well, not that I know, but, you know, they, they do have to ask that question. Because from my perspective as well, if you're having to do that, and that's one of the things, and I love learning not just what people are doing right, but also what people are doing wrong. And with that, either they've hired the wrong people because they may not have the skill sets, they may not have, have the trust. Or as you keep saying, look at the person in the mirror, the person in the mirror that's looking back, what can you do differently as a boss, as a... and don't look at yourself as a boss. When we're coaches, we're, we're mentors, we're leaders, as you said before. So what, what's some common hurdles 
that you you've come up against where people you know they just can't seem to get over that when they're bringing in this new culture oh yeah I, um i believe uh, to change culture is a step of understanding people that's the way that i do right mm. you need to understand the environment so the business environment the management style that you have from the top understand where people at understand how the business runs so you have business that they are seasoning they have seasonings of good good month in the year and bad month in the year if you talk about real estate not taking consideration the last two years but real estate is a business that every between two to three months in a year they're going to be down doesn't matter what's happening will yeah. be down regardless so if you as a business owner don't plan to have a cash flow of 12 months or at least four to five months in your bank account you're going to start to struggle to pay the bill on those three down month come especially if they come all together right yeah if you have a bad quarter corner uh, quarter quarter so what's what's happening there is they didn't they they haven't understood the business cycle right and once that arrive they are more worried about paying bills than look after people and then the leadership goes down yeah Makes sense? yeah because so, they're stressing about that element and not not concentrating on the thing that can help them get out of that that's right so then on that stage because you're under pressure financially the the best people who cares about your business start to poke you and ask you questions you don't want to deal with yeah. then what's happened those people you fire them and the people who stay with you are the ones that they don't care about anything yeah. they just there to make you be feel better yeah. and then suddenly one year later half of your good stuff gone your your business backwards you stress your cash flow is already broken and you cannot see where yet so it takes you two to three years to go back at the place that you were before yeah just because of that and that comes just down to not understanding the business cycle like really uh, yes. when it comes down to it like with, with <clears throat> anything with you know I, I love talking about sports and very rarely are you going to have that perfect game every single game of the season you we're going to get injuries you're going to have yeah. good days bad days wet weather dry weather and it's just being able to accommodate work your way through that and something that really hit with me that you mentioned just then is that it's the people that really have that care factor for the business they're going to come up and go caesar have, what's happening with this and this and if you're a dictator boss compared to a coaching or leader boss they're going to get their back up and they the ones that have that care factor are the ones that are going to leave that's right but if you're under pressure financially you're going to think about you cost me money you come in here to affront me with realities that are, that i don't want to see it mm. i don't want it so yeah. sometimes <laughs> sometimes that's happened it's not all the time but sometimes that's best happened so understand the cycle of your business is important to impact that's going to impact in your way to deal with things which going to impact in your culture yeah. and if you don't have your company values and your personal values very clear you're going to have problem to hire the right people as well because yeah. you're going to mix it up different value people in your culture and that's a break point for any culture yeah because that, that goes along. I had a conversation with a mate just today about that exact thing, that you can have someone who on paper is the best person for the job, but they don't seem to match the culture and they don't match the values of the company. They don't match all these other, 
almost intangible elements. Yeah. But if you bring them in, they can really tear things apart as opposed to building them up. That's right. Or the other way around. You have a person like that that doesn't let the business grow, but because they're there for so long time, you are afraid to fire them because they have a big share of your potential income. Yeah. And then you didn't realize that once you put processes in places and you change the culture, taking that person away is going to allow you to grow much quicker. But you cannot do that without having a plan in place. Yeah. Yeah, so all about getting that plan together and knowing that culture isn't going to change overnight. Because no. I, I think it's funny, no doubt you've come across it plenty of times as well. The companies go in, the bosses, the executives go away for a, a week-long camp or a retreat or something, and they come back and all the singing and dancing. But it, it's such taking small steps forward is the way to get it done. Would you agree with, with that, Caesar? Oh, completely, mate. And being honest, don't don't believe yeah. that because you're the boss, you need to be perfect. You know, showing your weakness for people is good because allow them to 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 offer you help. Yeah. So every time, if you know those histories that the person that's perfect, then everybody here that they they suffering with something or they have a problem, everybody actually said, "Oh, I can see the problem, but I never gonna tell them." Yeah, because they've got this perfection wall up. That's right. But yeah. at the other side, if you know that people, that person that's asking you all the time help, you can see that they're struggling in one beat. You actually say, hey, hey, mate, stop that. Go this direction because this yeah. going to make you suffer or take longer to arrive at where you, you want it. So don't be afraid to expose your weakness. And yeah. as a boss, you're supposed to, to hire people over your weakness, yes. not, over, not the same person as you. Yeah. Because the same, the same person as you are going to make you crash. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that side of things as well. And it comes back to having different positions, have different skill sets and different mindsets. Why would we want to have three or four Caesars? Even though like I've been blown away by your knowledge, but we Thank want you. people that have strengths where your weakness. And that's, that's where as right. a team, we can move forward. Yes. And, and, and be, be, be open to change your mind. Don't allow your ego to, to, yeah. to speak louder on that. Some, some, I, I have here in my, in my development here, uh, I was talking, I need to put a position. I have one spot that I put in here and I said, I was not quite right, but the, that part of the block is not that big. And then I have my handman that was sitting down there and he was making a joke on, on me thinking. <laughs> and then he, he just, he just threw one thing. How about putting this in diagonal? You know, yeah. just that observation allowed me to increase my blocking 120 square meters. How much money are you going to make from that observation? From, yeah, because you are open to that. It's not my way and no, because, yeah, you're scared of appearing dumb in front of people. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's about talking. It's about allowing people to digest and maybe the silliest observation going to give you uh, uh, something to think about completely in, in a solution completely out of the box that you were not able to see it because nobody was uh, helping you to 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 get in there mm. you know yeah and they're so the type of people yeah they're the type of people that you need on your team that see things from a slightly different angle because if yes. you all see the exact same thing well they may as well just just be me that's right. As opposed to the other people. And I understand that you're like, I know that you're strapped for time. Like you have to go and pick your son up. But I was wondering as well, with your years of experience, what would you go back and tell a 15-year-old Caesar? 
Uh, <laughs> a lot of things. Uh, can I swear here? <laughs> uh, I believe funny. the biggest one is um, don't accept people who cannot share your dream to dictate what you're going to do. Yeah. So just if you really believe in what you can do it, and that's completely out of the box, that's what people are doing today, just work hard, try to pay attention, ask questions, have some mentor, have someone older than you that, that's doing that, or even younger that has done that much more than you, doesn't mm. matter the age on that. So just try to open up and be aware of everything that's going on to be able to make your dream happen. Because yeah. what I know about business is every single person who believes in what they're doing, doesn't matter where you do, yeah. you achieve your goal. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. So, and because like you said, if if you believe what people think about you, they, they're not inside your head. They don't know what your vision is. So why keep it trapped in in that little container that someone else has put on you? That's that's right, mate. That's one of the things that I tell myself. I use a lot as the way, but if I if I was not paying attention in some people, I could I could grow much quicker, or I could be more business mature, or get more maturity in my business yeah. much earlier than what I got it because all those steps. All I used to work with big companies, and you have those limitations. A step to go here and yeah. grow and be a boss. You need to do this. All those steps they're not here anymore. If you want to really spend your time doing, understanding what you want and doing what you need, you're going to arrive at the end goal quicker, or if not quicker, you're going to arrive at the same time or longer, much better at yeah. the end. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I love it. That's great advice that anyone can take away. Whether you're, you're talking to, old, to your 15-year-old you or to me here and now, to yourself, to the listeners, that, that's something that, that they can take away straight away. And because we, we did get carried away early on, I was wondering who, who would be your ideal client and how can they get in contact with you? That is um, any, any business person um, that's hungry for growth. They need to have a business that's running to be able to have cash flow enough to make things happen. Yeah. Um, and that they need to be hungry to, for growth. They need to, to, to be in the stage that if the family would like to pass for for the next generation if they would like to make acquisitions uh if they would like to sell the business but they can see that it's a lot of potential but it's not ready to be able to take the result prior to the sales um or if they would like to organize themselves to grow but all all focusing growth i get bored yeah. if my clients are not ready for growth because <laughs> it's not me if you if you want just to fix your business you know i, I am not your guy i can give you some directions and i can do that for free but if you want to grow, I, I, I would love to uh, poke them or, or have a call from them to talk to them. Beautiful. And what's the best platform for them to get in contact? Is it through your website or is it through LinkedIn or where, where do you do most of your, your business? Uh, mate, it's very, it's very much uh, on those days. They can, do, they can do go online uh, on the LinkedIn will be the easiest way um, yeah. because that's the message comes directly to me. I don't allow anyone to to post anything, but Facebook, Instagram, all those things, they are suppliers, but LinkedIn is one that I, that's directly with me. Maybe take a couple of days yeah. uh, to reply, but 
that's the one. But do you mind, David, if I don't know if we spoke about it, uh, I have this beauty here that I'm launching. Yeah, I was, was going to bring I was going to bring that up as well. You know, plug it away for sure. <laughs> So yeah, that's a, that's about a little bit of culture. It's, it's a mindset in how you how you think about set up yourself properly to allow the, the the change in your life without being against them. So it's just opening up a Pandora box of understand yourself, understand people, understand your cycles, business cycles, all those things. Here is a kind of is a book that you actually you can, you have a work inside. Oh, okay, it's, yeah, so it's room there to fill out. That's right. It's for you to have your own book at the end. You wrap it up the 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 page, the page and make that your own life book, right? Oh, nice. Then, yeah. So, so where, whereabouts can they get that? And also for everyone listening, it's called the life life breakthrough. That's right. By life Caesar. Yes. Uh, and where can where can they get that? Can they get that? Um, online or? Yeah, in forty five days will be online. Until now. Um, I'm just, I just have read that, that last, last three weeks ago and I say, you know what, I can put in more goodies here. So I'm putting kind of links for people to have some videos to watch. But uh, in 45 days, they're going to be able to access that all in my website. Uh, will be everywhere. will be my LinkedIn will be everywhere in 45 days time. Beautiful. And yeah, the fact that you make it a hands-on book as well, where they have to fill out the, the basically worksheets. So it's not just read it and forget. It's read it, do it. And then action it. That's right. So every every chapter has a a, a a a step for you to think about what we talk about. We 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 just went through about it, and I have some questions to make you think, because it's not about what I say to people. What's the message in the book? It's about what you want to take from yeah. your own lifestyle and own needs. And then once you can translate that towards to your personal needs, you have your own book at the end that you say, you know what. Now I have some clarity here. I can deal with those things in different way. This is my little book. I don't need Caesar books anymore. I have my own. And they just move from what, where they're at in life for a better life. Yeah, and it gives that ownership. That's right. Beautiful. Thank you very much for today, Caesar. And I'm sure we'll have you as a guest on again because there was so much we were talking about before. I just got absolutely carried away with it and got super excited. But thank you very much for being a guest, Caesar. Oh, Dave, uh, anytime. You're a lovely person. You're doing the right thing. It's awesome to be with you. Uh, I wish we can have more people like you in the industry, and I hope we can do business together too. Thank you so much for listening to the Dynamic Company Culture Spotlight podcast. If you're a successful chief operations officer, human resource manager, or someone that runs a successful business that also has a great company culture, and you believe that you have a story to share with the wider community and would like to be a guest on a future podcast, please visit the link below. Or if you can think of anyone who you know would be a brilliant guest on this podcast, tag them in. And as always, feel free to share this far and wide. The further we can get this podcast, the more impact we can have. So don't forget to share this on all social media platforms and help others along the way. Don't forget to tag the DCCS podcast as I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. As we post regularly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss episodes that will possibly help your business ramp up to a whole nother level. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to helping us get recognized and to promote the show. And they mean a lot to my team and I. 
If you want to know more, go to our website, www.phenomleap.com.au. P-H-E-N-O-M-L-E-A-P.com.au. Or follow me on LinkedIn and feel free to message me there. Thank you very much for listening and we look forward to giving you more tips on next week's episode.